All right, Slaters, listen up. Before we jump into today's episode, we have a very special announcement to make. All right, everybody, we have released our very first Halloween-themed merch. We spent a lot of time and effort trying to get this thing going. We really want you to enjoy this shirt. It is for our one-year anniversary of our show, guys, and we are kicking it off again with a bang with the 31 days of halloween so you won't want to miss it it's a really cool shirt very comfy fit and it supports us yeah it's got our halloween logo on it a sick pumpkin monster on the back (laughs) with one of our many slogans and catchphrases so if you guys want it you're going to want to dm me at carson glenn phillips loves you on instagram or at daniel garza at instagram on instagram and at the clean slate underscore podcast those are your three points of contact there just let us know your size and it's gonna be thirty dollars yep super limited it's gonna go away forever after this so please get it and we might do more shirts in the future so mm-hmm. this is your you could say i had the first clean slate podcast shirt yeah so. the first drop of merch that we ever released so guys yeah get it because it is never coming back again we're not doing this design anymore we're Ever. gonna look into other things for our brand merch but for now guys this is what we got and it's pretty cool yep all right let's jump into today's episode welcome to the clean slate with your hosts daniel garza and carson phillips providing you with movie news reviews and more sit back relax and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks for your entertainment this is the clean slate podcast Guys, welcome back to the Clean Slate Podcast. We are going to be doing another summer hit for you guys. This movie is coming straight out of the independent movement um, that has been really controversial throughout all of Hollywood, all of the media, but we're just going to shout it out, guys. This movie, the budget was $14 million. Opening weekend got $19 million and worldwide gross $173 million. So this movie has had an impact and um, it's actually beat out a lot of other movies. I think it beat out Mission Impossible. No, not Mission Impossible. Indiana Jones, the first opening weekend. And um, and yeah, so this movie is called... kind of came out at an opportune time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this movie is called Sound of Freedom. The incredible true story of a former government agent turned vigilante who embarks on a dangerous mission to rescue hundreds of children from sex traffickers. Oh, look at that. They're coming right now for you, Carson. Sex traffickers. Oh, no. Um, Anyway, guys, so this movie is starring none other than Jesus um, or Jim Caviezel, as most of you may know him. Um and it is directed by Alejandro Monteverde. Not even my first Alejandro film. I've seen his movies. This movie is um, it's very difficult to talk about because I feel like everybody is very one-sided. They're either like, sex trafficking is isn't real. movie of my or life. Or they're like, yeah, make America great again. So it's like really trying to... Q, Q made this movie. Yeah, QAnon is behind this movie. So guys, this movie is not meant... Us reviewing this movie is not meant to be divisive. We just want to take it for what it is. It has been one of the biggest blockbuster hits from the summer and uh yeah we're gonna we're going to just talk about what we thought about the movie and that's about it so carson do you want to break it down for us because you saw it more recently than i did yeah so this guy tim ballard he's a real person Uh, so 
just to get this out of the way too, there is obviously it's based on a true story, but like any movie, they're going to change things. So there's been some stuff where he's like, that didn't really happen. I didn't murder a guy to uh, rescue a kid in the jungle by myself. That never even remotely happened. So there's that just so you know, but, um, doesn't really affect the, our review of the movie, but basically, uh, Tim Ballard is his main job at the moment at the start of the film is to catch people that are downloading and distributing child pornography. So you have kind of him, his latest case is what you're watching, but you start to see he's not satisfied, um, with just catching pedophiles. And he wants to actually help the kids that are in these videos that he has to watch for his job. Uh, and so he basically decides once rescuing this one kid, he had to, in order to rescue this little boy, he had to pretend to be a pedophile himself and get on uh, kind of an equal level with this gross, disgusting dude. And so that's yeah. how he's able to rescue this little boy. And then he finds out, oh, this little boy has a sister. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of is what starts him on this path to end up going to uh, uh, basically Columbia and rescuing the, the sister. So there's this whole... That's basically what gets him going there. Yeah. And you, you have, like, kind of a team with him. Um, you have, like, another agent who joins up with him. You have a guy who basically buys kids to free them. Mm-hmm. Um, who used to be... Uh, he used to be, what, part of the uh, cartel? I yeah, believe. he was part of the cartel. He got super drunk one night, and then he um, had he intercourse a, a with a, a girl. Hooker. Yeah, he purchased a hooker, and then he, he finds out that she's 14 years old, and he went to kill himself couldn't kill himself yeah. and then he dedicated his life to rescuing these children. he's like the only interesting character in this yeah film. well we'll get to that yeah we'll get but to that. he's played by uh bill camp and you may have seen him in the background of like a crap ton of movies because he was in the joker he was in lincoln he was in lawless he was in 12 oh, wow. years a slave holy crap he was in love and mercy he's wow. in a ton of movies yeah i was gonna say he's he like does a... look familiar he's probably one of the most familiar looking unfamiliar people that you've ever seen <laughs> Yeah, like you're like I feel like I know him, yeah. and you're like I don't know why. Yeah, but yeah. he's in a ton of movies, um, and I think he's probably the best actor in this movie. Yeah. Okay, so let's in start off with likes and dis. Well, let's start off with likes because I know we have um, differences Some and likes dislikes, and, dislikes. And, and yeah, yeah. So I would say first of all, this movie does pull at your heartstrings as it should. I mean, if you ever had children. Or been a child. I mean, just the fear that it kind of creates. What are you I'm, I'm just trying to say that, like, the beginning of the movie when it when it shows okay. the the yeah. son and the Horrifying. daughter, um, the son or the daughter is like saying, you know, she's approached by this woman who is like, "Hey, you're really pretty. You you could be a model for us." She talks to her dad about it. Her dad's like, "Really? Do you think that she could be a star?" And you know, the dad just wants. To give the best life for his daughter. And so he takes them to you this place. You can see they're not super well off, too. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like, this could save my kid, basically. Yeah, and so he drops her off at this hotel place where they're going to have auditions. And then the the recruiter lady says, no, you can't come in. Pick him up at 6. And he goes, oh, okay. So he, he leaves. He comes back. And when he goes to knock on the door, nobody answers. He kicks down the door, and nobody's there. And then he finds out that his kids have been abducted. Um, from that point forward, I mean, they they grabbed the the cutest slash slash saddest looking kids ever for this movie to really grab at your heartstrings. They have to. It's really sad because um, 
the just even from a dad's perspective and i'm not saying this because i'm a dad now or whatever but like just you can feel the emotion from the dad being like what did i yeah. just do and um now what is it gonna cost I would, me well I'll t- i was gonna say i feel like i wish i could have followed his story a little bit more in this movie because yeah. i was so curious to what was going through his mind and stuff because you could see like he was distraught from the get-go right yeah and i think for um, good reason overall for the budget of this movie it is not a horribly looking movie like they actually i think they actually spent time getting a good cinematographer because the the movie framework and how it's just shot is pretty impressive i guess not on a scale that can hold up to regular yeah. good films um but for what it is so- it's pretty impressive I totally agree with that. I think it is a fantastic looking film. And I think the reason for that is the director has experience. He made that film Bella. Um, that was his first feature, which looks fantastic. So this has that yeah. same kind of visual style. I do have this actually similar complaints with his other films about the story lacking, but that's, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, but visually this film is really stunning. I think, cause you said it was mostly shot on location, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, those opening scenes in Honduras are like beautiful to look at. Like, yeah, exactly. You could frame some of them. And in uh, some of the shots too, like some of the tracking shots in it are like really mm-hmm. good. I, there's one shot at the very end of the film um, where it shows the girl playing the drum and she's in the room and the shot just pulls back and pulls back. It, it goes out of nice, the apartment yeah. and pulls back. It goes out of the window seal. It pulls back and then just keeps going. And it's all one shot. But it was like a really satisfying looking ending. Um, yeah. Especially for an Angel Studios yeah. project. It Because like, obviously they like purchased it or distributed it. That's yeah. a different story. So they didn't have much say in the actual filming. Mm-hmm. But for something put out by them i thought visually it looked so much better than like the chose it looks visually better than like the chosen sure as far as camera work goes and yeah so i was actually impressed with that okay so without getting into the conspiracy theories because there's a lot of rabbit holes that we can get into in regards to everybody's side on this movie let's just review the movie for what if you just watch the movie for a movie it's it's just a movie yeah so i mean (laughs) there's nothing more i don't want to take away from the cause of the movie but i don't want to play into the conspiracy theories of the movie so with that being said let's go into our dislikes political response yeah well you know what i don't want to be make this this i like it i like it you handled it well this is like a very successful movie for the summer so i want to be riskiest yeah well not really because we have like 20 people that listen so it's not really yeah and then we, and then next we're gonna be watching the new like poltergeist movie yeah exactly <laughs> yeah stick around for but, halloween <laughs> okay here's my here's my my biggest complaint with this movie okay. honestly is the story is just not there for me and we talked about this the yeah none of the characters have an arc except for i guess bill camp's character mm-hmm. um and even then he's like a side character like why doesn't tim ballard have a story arc when he's the main yeah exactly or even the kids like we don't even get into the kids heads that much which i kind of wanted to because they're clearly the victims of sex trafficking yeah why don't we hear from the victims more but Mm -hmm. yeah i don't i didn't care about any of these side characters at all um they didn't matter to the plot even they're just kind of there and and even when you kind of get to moments where you feel like it is going to matter it ends up not being yeah. a big deal so i don't know i don't know like it needed a rewrite i don't know who the writer on this was but they they could have fixed that 
I also just feel like obviously the stakes are high just because you want these kids to get rescued. Like that's a given. Yeah, for sure. But it didn't, the tension didn't build except for maybe like that one scene on the Island. I think the tension was good there. Yeah. 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 But then after that, the tension drops out, even though it should be the most intense part is when he's going in to rescue the girl at the end. Like that Mm -hmm. should be super intense. And it didn't feel that way for me for some reason. And I don't think the budget actually hurts this movie at all. You Um, said what? I don't think the budget hurts the movie. I think no, it, yeah, not at all. I just don't know where. I think most of the money probably. I mean, there's no like crazy effects or anything like that. So I don't it know. It most likely went to cast, crew, and travel. Like that's and probably location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, because I do feel like it doesn't look cheesy when you see them dressed in their police uniforms or anything. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty decent in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, just the plot itself was just a bit of a. It was weak for me, and I, I even got bored at one point, which is a sin (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that for for most of it my biggest complaint is the acting um jim caviezel yeah jim caviezel i don't know what happened i feel like he's a decent actor usually i don't you know i'm i'm kind of debating whether or not he was just the perfect jesus and he can uh he was in when the game stands tall the football movie he plays the coach in um california yeah maybe he's just not a good actor he's just good at jesus yeah so he like whispers the entire movie and it's like this i need to get this girl she is alone what if he's it was trying to be like daughter? it's like okay gerald uh butler or whatever that is like an impersonation of that <laughs> for me i think with their vision in mind right like at the end of the movie they do this long old monologue about how sex trafficking is a very real thing and um yeah. they want to spread the word about it so that they can end the sex trafficking. Um but for me it's I don't know. I feel like their vision was so focused on that ending part that they lose sight in the movie a little bit of like how it's portrayed. And yeah. one of the first things that I said, actually, because when I went to go see this movie, I didn't know it was a true story and I didn't know what it was about. Um, and throughout the entire movie, I was just thinking, gosh, this movie is literally everywhere. Like they're not picking a lane. They're trying to do this. And they're trying to do that. Come to find out. I think when you look at it through the lens of, wow, this is a true story, then it gets a little bit more like, OK, I can buy into that. Um, but for the most part. I think I agree with you. And the plot was a little bit like it's not even necessarily the plot because I actually think they could build the plot pieces to connect a little bit better if they focused more on Tim Ballard as being making him more. And Rebecca and I were talking about this, making him more Make of, him a human of, of a human. Yeah. Instead of a hero. And that's kind of what I've been thinking about is like when Cause you, it was hero worshipy for sure. Yeah. And when, when we're when we're focused on the hero so much and the hero literally has no flaws, it's really hard to buy into of while we can relate to this guy and also we can get on par with the cause. So even if they rewrote a little bit to deviate from Tim Ballard, show him with his kids more like exactly something like that to make him more. Cause he, he just goes from being strong guy who captures people to being even a stronger guy who goes to Honduras to rescue kids. Like, and so Movie wise, it's it's weak. It's a weak film. I would probably it's give weak. this about a six out of ten. But it's okay if you love this movie, but it's just it's not as good as you think it is. Well, <laughs> yeah, as a movie, I think it's a fine movie. I don't think it's this horrendous QAnon movie like some people are saying. Yeah, I also exactly. don't think it's like 
the next Casablanca or whatever. So it's or just Uncle kind Tom's of. Cabin. Yeah, it also isn't that. That was a weird comparison. Yeah, it really was. That was an odd comparison. That was out of pocket for sure. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's okay. I honestly don't really consider that. A lot of people were talking to me about this like it was like a Christian movie. I wouldn't really call it that. No, either. not at all. I think he's a Christian Other in than the movie, like, but. Yeah, and he just got he gets picked up by a Christian film company. Yeah. So there's like obviously alignment maybe in values because this isn't like a hard R film or anything like that. No, but. no. Yeah, I, I would say if, if you haven't seen it, give it a watch without having some preconceived notions. Um, yeah, I think if you can really overall, get, break it down to it, fine. the cause is a great topic to talk about. Like, to open the door for conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's just that this movie was not put in the right hands. And that's where a lot of conspiracy theorists get into, like, the whole, you know, well, it's because of this. Or, you know, sex trafficking isn't real. Or, you know, whatever. It's because they didn't give him money because yeah, Netflix wasn't going to. Yeah, I know. So, there's nothing set in stone. What we can, I think what we can be happy about is that this is getting a platform to be talked about. But it. Us being a movie podcast, we're just going to talk about what the movie was. So I will um, say though, as far as like marketing goes, and like being a smaller budget, probably for marketing. Oh, they killed um, it. There's some notes to take if you're an independent filmmaker. Yeah, I would recommend taking notes on at least the marketing. You don't even need to watch the movie; just check into the yeah. marketing because <laughs> they made a ton of money. Yeah, um, for sure. A built-in audience. That's that's the way to go. Yep. All right, guys, so that is the movie Sound of Freedom. Give it a watch if you haven't. Is it on streaming yet? I don't think it is yet. It is not on streaming, but it's honestly, I watched it in theaters not that long ago. Like, okay, like so it's still out ago. a little bit. It, yeah, I, I bet you a lot of theaters will hold it, hold on to it for a little bit maybe. Yeah. Because there was a good amount of people in my screening. So Interesting. Nah. Okay, cool, guys. So that is it. Next week we are going to be finishing up our summer blockbusters. We are going to be watching something that is on Netflix. So you, if you were like me and couldn't get out to the movies during the time of your baby being born, <laughs> then you had Netflix to provide you some new movies. That's such a specific yeah, example. It's a, it's a <laughs> we're watching Extraction us. 1 and 2. Yep. So, guys, you will want to stay so tuned. Chris, Chris Hemsworth, is uh, he's going to be killing it, literally. So <laughs> we will see you next week. Tim style. That's a clean slate.